Welcome to Talking Town's flagship podcast. Today, the Cruncher, the Media Mogul and the Gov discuss yesterday's 2-1 away victory at Forest Green. It's a new lawn, it's a new day and I'm feeling good. Enjoy the show. My friends, and welcome to your Sunday Talking Town flagship show. It is, of course, Sunday, the 7th of August. It is 1.30, and whether you're watching us live on Catch Up or listening to us on an audio uh, platform, we thank you, and honestly, we value you so much for joining us and being a part of the Talking Town community and listening to to us, uh, not just this show, but all of our shows across the, the media platform. It is, of course, the day after a 2-1 victory, a new lawn, a new day, and I'm feeling good, as the title of the show suggests. A 2-1 victory, albeit a bit nervy in places. I know a couple of you watched through your hands towards the end, like it was the 80s and the Daleks had turned up on the TV screen, but we got there in the end. There was no um, there was no exterminate for Ipswich Town yesterday. We came away with a 2-1 victory, and we're going to try and just discuss it uh, and, and just see how the two contributors and you, the guys and girls at home, are feeling. And it's always good when we kick off a show. And the very first thing I can see in my live chat box is a new YouTube member. Ipswich Paranormal has become a YouTube member, whether today or last night. Ipswich Paranormal, thank you ever so much, sir. Welcome home uh, to Talking Town. You can follow the lead of Ipswich Paranormal by clicking the link in the chat, in the description. Uh, and becoming a YouTube member or supporting us through Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi lets you set the amount YouTube has two tiers. Nick Muller, good day out despite the train cancelled after the match. Uh, Stephen Parry, one of our YouTube members, happy day. Three points, an early win uh, and avoided a banana skin. Remember, got a few points from size This time we are three from three. Good afternoon, Rob Holmes. Um, another one of our YouTube members, Josh Russell. I think he was on Twitter yesterday telling him to calm down a little bit. I'm not quite sure what that was about, but we're, we're sure we'll find out as we go through the course of the next 60-odd minutes. Mike D, goals coming from the left-hand side. McKenna begins to solve the problem. Good question. Good question. I'll put it to the guys. Ashley Bell, welcome in. This man here has got his season ticket. It is now nestling safely in his wallet. If you want to be at MK Don's, next week and you don't want to part with some hard cash then of course enter the crunchers giveaway it is open how you enter i hear you ask me at home well you can do so just by taking a snapshot of your subscribed status to talking town's youtube page and sending that to the man himself there's graphics online there's giveaway uh, video updates on the channel you can't miss how you get involved and if you want to know what the tickets look like the view from the sea well, this is it, my friends. Beautiful. You could be right there next week as town smash Milton Keynes Dons. You could be. Dream. Dream and you will you will achieve, as somebody probably once said. If they didn't, I've just said it. I better copyright it. Uh, Ashley Bell popped over to Amsterdam to watch the game. Okay, as you do. Right. Uh, before we go into today's show, I do... Just want to show you all our Talking Town Fantasy League. This might be the first and the last time I ever show you, but would you look at that? The Gov is sitting in fifth. George Burley's Barmy Army. Uh, so actually, that's what I should have called my team, just for shits and gigs. Um, Gov's 11, sitting in fifth, 62 points. There are two names you won't see on that page. One is Richard Moss and the other is Matt Phillips. Both are way, way, way back on the Gov already. Look at that. Um, look at that. Right. That may well be the first and last time I ever, ever show that, uh, depending on how how Mitrovic and co. Uh, does for me. Right. Let's go ahead and bring in the man who has travelled hundreds of miles in the last 24 hours. He's had four hours sleep. Let's see if he's at the cruncher. Richard Moss. You're talking out of Kim. How are you? How are you? Hello, hello. I'm in 22nd place. Itchy Saka. Oh, you'll be getting the Saka if you say it. There we go. How we, do you? Know, we do know, Gov, that you, after this week, you won't bother doing it again. Nope. I'll tell you what, I watched a bit of the Chelsea game last night. I've actually wow. watched what some Premier League football. football. I thought Everton were really hard done by. I'm going to be honest there. I thought it was a powder puff game. 
and neither team did enough to win. And then I went into the Avery and listened well, to Mr. Sutton and Mr. Savage. And I thought, yeah, what yeah, the hell are you doing? I had Jorginho in my team anyway because he takes pens. Yeah, I might make a substitution there. But how are you? Without going into the into the you know the, the game and the players, you went to the new lawn. The very yeah. first thing you said to me this morning, but the only thing you kind of said to me this morning is, "You can't do an away day guide without having gone to the new lawn." Unique is not the word. So tell us for, for the guys and girls at home, what was it it's like? A, it's an away day like nothing else, Martin. You know, you're driving into a village and it's all a lot of hills beautiful countryside you never ever think that there's a football stadium around there it's somewhere where you go you probably go for a week's holiday the sun was shining you know it was beautiful down there went had a little stop at the pub and then we walked to the ground now if you're i'm 46 right so i'd say i'm i'm fairly fit if you are if you've got a weak heart you've got dodgy knees do not attempt to walk to the ground it's all right coming down coming out because it's all downhill yeah. But going up, it is literally at the top of the hill. Yes, you were. Yes, I heard that, and you you said as much on Wednesday's show. Yeah, uh, I didn't know how hilly it was until you get there, and you think, geez. Well, it's not crazy. often you get a tweet at sort of uh, twenty five past two from the official club account where it says, "If you're coming up the hill, don't leave it to last minute because it is a bit steep or something along steep. those lines." Yeah, and you don't want to <laughs> park that... anywhere near the ground. It was it was a, it was chaos afterwards. There was bus because they do a park and ride. They do there buses yep. everywhere. There was people everywhere. There was police everywhere. I did see somebody. I think Forest Green had had somebody parking on their drive, so they're using their um head to make a bit of money, aren't they? Absolutely. So, yeah, you should it was, do. Good, it was a good day out. It's a really really good day out. It's a long it's a long way, and I'm I'm knackered today and feeling it, but it was it was well worth going. Well, hopefully the first and last time we go there. Hopefully. Uh, but they're moving, aren't they, to a new stadium eventually, off, off just off the M5? Yeah, all wood stadium. Yeah. I don't, I don't, well, how, how does that pass? Of, I don't know. Anyway, uh, how was the actual ground, though? Because lots of people on Twitter, social media, this isn't even a ground. You've been to 82, 83? 84. 84. 84. My mistake. Not non league. Look, it was going in your. <laughs> it was weird. We, we were. Um sort of queuing up to go in and there's this guy wants to have a piss. So he's trying to climb up this hill. He's had a few beers and he's tried to sort of pull himself up on a branch that's snapped and everyone's giving it the wee. And, um, and then we got in there and it was, the, the terraces were packed. We, we found a spot right on the halfway line. Um, literally no cover at all, Martin, in the sun, burnt to a crisp. There'll be a, a lot of sore heads uh, today and then at one end um where you come in is literally a little window is the tea hut with probably about we didn't make it there because all i wanted was a drink because it was it was hot so i went down at half time queued for 10 minutes then they were handing out paper cups and they've even got a little water station you remember when you were at school and you used to put your mouth under the yeah the old water fountain like you put your cup on it you press your button and the water comes out but look it was it was it was a really good day out and it, it's unique i would say well, can you imagine if you had to go there on Boxing Day or no, you New Year's Day? Or... In... No, you wouldn't want to go there in the winter time. Not quite so inviting. No, like burnt is one thing, but it would have been, you know, wind, rain, yeah, gale, no running... cover. The, the, like Anthony Steele says there, it was the terraces were packed. But you're thinking normally, look, they've come from non-league mine. They're probably catering for about, what, a couple of hundred travelling fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,200 no. 1, town fans there yesterday. So, yeah, good day, um, good day out. It's it's not often you get a TV angle crunch that makes it feel like you're actually in the terrace with you because the, the angle was so low. Uh, it, it was ridiculous. We were watching well, the, the, camera was behind, the camera was literally behind us. It was ridiculous. It was like a tin, like a little tin hut. <laughs> it literally was. It was, it was like we were there. Look, fair play to them. Look, as a football club, we know that they're, they're vegans and all this. The pitch was absolutely immaculate yesterday. You will not see a better playing surface than that all season. Apparently, it's like that all the year round. It, there was a sign outside. I can't remember what he actually said on it because they are going to use people's piss to put on the pitch. To water there you go. You stuff. have literally left a bit, of, a bit of you behind in Forest Green. Uh, Mark Tuxford, before we bring in the, the mogul, the busy mogul, uh, how does the 92, the, the mogul that delivered Sean A, by the way, before Sean A was even a thing? Just going to say that. 
we, 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 we've been, we have been riding him all year for I saying, remember. Sean, eh? It's Sean. I remember he left a voice note and he was going, Sean, eh? He was. Sean, eh? And we were like, it's Sonny. No, it's Sean, eh? Aluko. That's it, Sonny. Not Good off the bench as well, Aluko. We'll get to him later. Good off I'm the sure bench. we probably will. How does the 92 grand visit work if you get teams relegated, promoted, and more rounds to cover? Well, it's because like last season, um, who went down from the Football League, Martin? Um, Oldham. Wonderful. Uh, I can't remember the other one, but I'd, I'd waited a long while to do Oldham because obviously done it in the FA Cup and then they disappeared. But then I got I gained back Grimsby and I gained, gained back Stockport. So it's look, it's it's a, it's an evolving always, thing. Yeah, there'll always be new teams coming and going. And I mean, next one's Port Vale anyway, and I think that's it. Uh, October. Good man. The goats sound like I had a few bevies on Alex's channel. Rob Holmes, the angle was ridiculous. I thought Morse had missed the goal to start with. Uh, did anyone try their food? Did you try their food? Well, I, I couldn't get get near it. It was a massive queue, so no. Award winning, I hear. Award winning. Yeah, they got a brew dog pie apparently out yesterday. It came out. Had a fan zone. Had yeah. a fan zone for the away fans outside, it, which was really it was good. The summer shining. Yeah, brilliant day. Cool. All right. Well, that's the that, that's the ground itself. We'll now get into the into the game. But first of all, let's go ahead and complete our trio of wonderful uh, contributors for today's show. It is, of course, our the media mogul. We've just lost the teenagers. It's absolutely embarrassing. Matt Phillips. No embarrassments yesterday, Mister Phillips. How are you? Good, thanks. I've just been looking up the new stadium, Eco Park. It's going to be called. Yeah, you're right. Made of wood. Made of How wood. How is that past the safety inspection? I don't know. Must be not wood as we know it, presumably. It's going to have a hundred room hotel. Then, is it? Hundred room hotel in there, and the reason it's being built is their current ground is not fit for purpose. So kind of backing up what we were just talking about, because yeah. you'd think as they came through the pyramid on that where you was all in yesterday with twelve hundred people, probably only have like 20, 30 people in there. Really? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Um, I'm surprised you didn't go, Phillips. I'm surprised you didn't want to take the trip down. You know, I know you're a big away day well, fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have been there before. I know how far away it is, albeit on what was then FA business. But um, yeah, it's uh, I like I do like Forest Green. You have to admire them in the fact of where they've come from in terms of going through the pyramid on a limited budget, and they've got their own identity, haven't they? Which I think is really good because in this kind of modern era. Look, yeah. under Evans, we used to lament the fact we didn't really have an identity, did we? And then, like, everyone takes piss because they're like, you know, got this vegan thing going on. It's all about sustainability and all that kind of thing. But, you know, it gets people talking about them. We're talking about them. Obviously, just played them, but we're talking about them now. So, fair play to them. Very similar club to AFC Wimbledon, I guess, Matt, in the sense of, you know, doing it their own way, on a budget, all, all, often fighting above above where they should be. Yeah. And what, I, what, what I love about AFC Wimbledon is... The context of it, like when you talk about Wimbledon tennis, you're thinking middle class, strawberries and grape. You're talking Wimbledon football, something like shit house, isn't it? And limited budget and all that kind of thing. But yeah, it's good to see these clubs doing something just a little bit different, really, and trying to do it the right way rather than, I don't know, trying to sell stadiums to themselves and get around financial fair play and doing all that thing. So yeah, absolutely. You did you see, um, Rich, did you see, sorry, Ryan, Rich, did no. you see that on the ad boards yesterday? It said New Diamond. Did you see that? Yeah, I wrote about that on the Tannoy. Yeah, so what it is, so Del, I think his name's Dale Vince, he's the chairman. Yeah. He's giving, it's a prize draw or something, and he gives yeah, a di- an actual diamond worth two, three grand away to a fan. Every home game. So there you go. That was my ticket. I could have got into that. <laughs> the patron saint of diamonds. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Bit more expensive, Matthew. Yeah, than a couple of tickets. Yeah. Uh, how many have we got? Have we got in the draw, by the way? Uh, Crunch uh, for MK. Uh, Twenty six at the minute. Tw- oh, one more than see. It's growing. I told you it'd grow by Christmas. You might get fifty. Um, Twenty six. MK Don. It's going to be a big game next really? weekend. We set it up perfectly to be a big yeah. one, nice and early. Yeah. Uh, but let's sort of talk about yesterday's game. Uh, JD was excellent, says Jim. Uh, Louis was comfortable. How did you see it from the terraces? Were you because we, we, we're at home, uh, whether you've watched it live, heard it live, or watched it on playback, have often watched it through you, your fingertips the last 20 minutes. How was it there in, in the terrace? See, I wouldn't say for 80 minutes of the game we controlled it, didn't we? But there's always that little at the back of your mind, like when it's 2-0, it's a really, it's a strange scoreline, isn't it? Because that next goal is crucial because it goes 3-0 and the game's all over. But being town, we have to give them a sort of a foothold in the game. 
And then it was a little bit sort of hairy for that 10 minutes sort of after the goal. Martin, obviously, they had the goal disallowed literally about a couple of minutes later. Christian Walton done an excellent double save. Uh, I thought he was brilliant yesterday, by the way. Um, but after that, we sort of, we did see the game out quite well, even though it was, I think, in total yesterday, Matt, there was 15 minutes of injury time. Six in the first half and nine. Well, I, I thought it'd be about six. When the nine come up, you think, blimey. But we didn't really give him a sniff for that nine minutes. We kept the ball. Obviously, like, when I said, like, a Luco come on, he kept it really well. And possibly we probably should have scored another goal if we'd have been. That's the only takeaway. And I, I think this is the theme that I'm sort of at the minute is... And I think McKenna, he didn't look that happy, Martin, after the game. He came over, he quickly applauded the away fans and he went he went down the tunnel to the dressing rooms. And he didn't look very happy because I think we made it difficult for ourselves when we shouldn't have done. You know, mm. at 2-0 there at half-time, you, you come out, if you get another goal after 10, 15, 20 minutes, take some players off. Obviously, they did make some substitutions anyway, but the game's dead. So, but we've got the job done and probably in seasons past, like your Cambridge's, these games we played before, where they've been them banana skins, yeah, and we've thrown these points away. Whereas yesterday, we didn't do, which is important. And we've got four points from two games, and obviously it was seven games last season until we won that first game. So we won the second game of the season, and then it's on to the on to the next one now, isn't it? On to the next one. McKenna in his post game interview, Matt said, you know, we, we need to be more clinical in front of goal. Yeah, we've. I think last year's sort of carried over to this year in terms of our, our, you know, being clinical in front of God, we, we're just not clinical. I mean, we need to change that. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a Facebook message this morning saying we're still missing that that kind of, like, clinical striker. I mean, I would argue that is Ladapo. 18 goals for Plymouth when he was there. I think he got 11 last season for Rotherham, only played two-thirds of the season. I think he got, say, like, nine or ten goals while he was in the Championship. So I would argue that is him. Um I mean, he had chances himself yesterday. I would say that they were clinical finishes yesterday, weren't they? Certainly that harness goal come, you know, I was not expecting him to hit it with that ferocity. Great finish when the keeper didn't have a mm. sniff, did he? And then Morsey, he's on his way to 10. <laughs> with that, I mean, that was a great effort, wasn't it? I mean, I don't, I don't think everyone realised it had gone into the, the goal. No, it was weird, Matt. It was weird because yeah. the goal nets were black, right? You couldn't see the goal nets. So where we are... And it's come out as well. He's put it in the top corner and then the ball's rebounded out. And it must have took us about three seconds before sort of everyone realised it's it's actually got in the top corner. It was a great goal. It was a great goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He should be on four though, by the way, Matt. Already. He should be on four. You know, he's had that many chances that have been good chances. Yeah. You know. I still find it a bit weird that he's kind of changed positions in that midfield. Now he's the one who's going forward considering he had... I, I, I thought he was going to be kind of the mopper rapper, but I mean, look, see, it's it's working out all right, isn't it? It's working out all right. So don't don't you know? Don't have to fix it when it ain't broken. No, 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 absolutely. And um, I think what I wanted to do today, if it was right with you two gentlemen, is sort of just go through the players, give them a match rating, and pick out a couple as we talk about. Because yeah. yesterday's show, we didn't do a match rating in the end. Uh, so I thought it'd be a good opportunity, twenty four yeah. hours on, etc., just to, to re- reflect back uh, and, and look at the performance as a whole because it was a good team performance, Rich, which starts with the goalkeeper, Christian Walton. Um, I think Matt said it this morning. It, it had the, the sort of feel of a bit of a friendly, you know, with like yeah. the crowd. It was funny because like where we are, you've got you've got no roof to keep the sound in. So if you're doing a few chants, it sort of goes nowhere and it it was really hot. I, I will say that. And there was obviously, they had a couple of injuries, broke the play up and it's sort of I don't know. It's, it's a very friendly place to go Forest Green, I don't think you're ever going to go down there. It's not really a hostile environment. Yeah. I, I actually think, Matt, that they'll be all right this season. I like the way they yeah. play football. They didn't they, they didn't try to lump it. The pitch was immaculate. And I, I think they'll they'll be all right. They might just struggle to score goals. But mm. I was impressed with the way that 2-0, newly promoted team, this is probably their biggest game, and they didn't go under. They made yeah. a change at half-time, got that goal, and they give them a bit of momentum. And I thought, look, fair play to them. Comparing Town and Forest Green is just, we're miles apart at the end of the scale. And we've beat them yesterday. And I'll just look, good luck to them for the rest of the season. I'm getting a little bit of feedback on your line, Matt, just just, just to clear that up. Yep, getting a little bit of feedback as Rich speaks or whoever speaks, just getting it fed back to me through my earphones. So if you just want to address that. 
Sorry, just to, to cut across you there, Rich. Because um, Matt yesterday, Rich, to, to, to bring that point back, was questioning whether or not they were uh, below their, you know, above their depth or uh, or we were that good. Hmm. That was my question, wasn't it? Were, were they <laughs> were they out their depth and we were really That's good? I think it was somewhere between the middle there, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they were out of their depth. I, I think that's a bit disrespectful to them because you think before we've scored the first goal, if you're going to get into your ratings, guys, it was Christian Walton who sort of done a really good save from that Jamal Matt. He's come out, he's closed him down, and then literally, I think a few seconds later, we've broke to the other end and we've scored. So it mm. shows in football. It's, it's it's really small margins. He was actually my man in the match yesterday, Martin. I know. Look, Sam Morsey was outstanding, but I did say when we uh, when we done our uh, season like preview and you said to like player of the year and I said Christian Walton and yesterday it emphasised everything to me why he's the best goalie in the league handling was great distribution was excellent which I think he's really improved on because when he came in last season that was one of the sort of areas I thought mm, not sure about that and obviously look he's done some key saves and he just gives you that calmness when you're in the stadium you've got him in goal and you don't need to worry we've had look We've had goalkeepers over the years. You sit there and you think, blimey, you know, you're not confident. And that's why I'd give him a nine yesterday, Martin. I thought he was outstanding. Didn't didn't put a foot wrong. And he was he was really unlucky with a goal as well because he'd done a great save. And then obviously we didn't react quick enough to the rebound. But the two, the double save was was fantastic. You Little minute details stop the cross in the first place because then he doesn't have to do the saves. And sometimes you just, that's them little details that's going to, Get you out of this division, Martin. Don't go to mm. sleep. And we did go to sleep a little bit there. Danassian, um, I thought, played all right. I thought he was a little bit lazy. Got to get closer to him and close him down. And it's look, it's just a reaction save. And Walton has hit him the first one. Then he's got up really quickly and and he saved it. But I thought, yeah, he was he was top draw yesterday, Walton. Yeah, I, I, the double save was good, was good, Matt. But I thought the best save of the day was was the first that kept it nil nil because mm. you got a goal down there. Who knows with the atmosphere? I say atmosphere, but who knows their first league game? Us notoriously not great against promoted sides. The nerves, the jitters, whatever yeah. you might want to bring into the party. That save at nil nil to then go and score what sixty seconds or two minutes later. That's a big save at a big moment. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think Lee Anderson said yesterday, like you know, he's almost like. Worth a goal to us, isn't it? With with Walton there, and I probably would have added man in the match yesterday as well. It's almost like who used to say Jimmy Greaves, like one of our greatest goal scorers this country's ever seen, wouldn't do anything for eighty nine minutes and then pop up in the ninetieth minute with the match winner. And Walton's very much like that, I think, in terms, but in, in, in the other way, he might not be busy, but when you need him to be busy, when you need him to be switched on, alert, and like Rich says, you turn a point into three, he's there for you. So. Yeah, yeah, fair play to him. And we know he's really a championship minimum keeper, really. Um, so fair play to town for being able to get him. Absolutely. A player that got a lot of attention last week, Leif Davis. Obviously, the price tag speaks for itself. Uh, Callie in the chat asks your, your thoughts on him, Crunch. Was he at fault for at least or partly at fault for their goal? How yeah, did you rate he, him yesterday? He, he get, I haven't seen the goal back, but he did. I think he did get caught a little bit. I thought he, he was better yesterday, Martin. Got forward a lot more, especially the first half. He obviously played a role in the um, the goal, didn't he, from Pies? A little bit nervous the first five minutes. Probably like him and Burgess. Burgess made a little couple of small mistakes the first. But then that's a new partnership on that side. I actually think going forward, what I see um, Cameron Burgess yesterday, just going on to him, Martin, he fits in on that left-hand side. I'd be playing him next Saturday because I thought he had a really good game yesterday and it I think we look more assured with him there it's look I don't know what Kieran McKenna will do obviously Wolfie was injured but I think you might have to make a choice over one of them to play in the centre because I think we look more balanced with Burgess out there because he's left footed and I think that did I think that did help Davis um, I think he got a bit of, I think it was cramped when he sort of went off Davis he sort of he had a good run and then he, he sort of overstretched and mm. Took some lumps down. as well, didn't he? But look, you've got Greg Lee, who's more than capable of playing. If if Davis was injured, we'll probably see him. I'd have thought Matt on Tuesday night. Greg Lee, I think. Yeah, he nice minute. Right, yeah. wasn't he? Mm. Mm. I like. I, I thought Davis did well. You know, because uh, there was a bit of, there was disappointment, wasn't there, after the Bolton game with him a little bit. So certainly, when you take into account how much money we've paid, but 
I was impressed with like how he gets forward and can cross that ball. I mean, that's one of the things that everyone was kind of like getting angry about Penny was that he would never beat that first man. I remember watching in that Palace pre-season game, he was still doing the same thing. What you want is someone who can stick in a ball like Cresswell used to do. You know, one touch. Mm. He reminds me a little bit of him, Matt. He reminds me of his stature because he's not not the biggest. But I I think it was good yesterday that we had more coming down that left-hand side because we've we've so been reliant on the right-hand side with Danassin and Burns. And it it can't be that way all the time because Burns is going to be, teams know that he's the threat. So we've got to have a... Yeah, it becomes predictable. It becomes predictable. You're scouting Ipswich for you know their next game. Oh, we'll just stop them down the right channel. So you need that threat. And that's why we didn't have that last season. Arguably, maybe the reasons why Bond switched off for a few months. He just wasn't getting the we'll get service. Know, getting the service from that channel, yeah. But yeah, Davis, often, Davis crosses the ball lovely, I think. Yeah. I've often called for balance in that back three, you know, that left footer coming in. But yeah. Burgess's lack of pace, Matt. It worries me. And yesterday you saw a couple of instances, as as Aaron Scott says here, made two massive mistakes. One would have cost, one could have cost us a goal and got him sent off. Gets spun far too easily, and also thinks he has a sixty yard diagonal on him, which he doesn't. I'm not sure about the diagonal, but his lack of pace does concern me. And if you're putting it down to a simple pick, the best three, mm. and the only benefit is his left peg, it's still, it, but it's still, it's still. But I would, I would hate to see an Edmondson or a, or a Wolf sat on the bench because of balance. You think those two are superior defenders to Burgess? Oh, there? Yeah, night and day, every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I get the, I get the balance argument. Makes sense, doesn't it? On the left side, on the left side of there. But yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I was a bit of an advocate of selling Burgess because you know he'd probably do a job for someone else and they pay a fee for him, which would then help you. But not the fee you on. paid, which is the problem. Oh, exactly, yeah. What was it, three quarters of a million? Yeah, so I think it was like 700,000, <laughs> um, I think. I think, look, the, the Forest Green commentary were going crazy yesterday. Oh, it's got to be a red. That was never a red in a million years. First of all, no one had control of the ball when it was in the air. So how you could say that was denying a goal-scoring opportunity, God only knows, but it was wishful thinking on their behalf. But yeah, yeah, he did get caught there a little bit. Um, I would, look, I think Edmondson looks a bit of a fish out of the water in the middle yesterday. I'd much prefer him on the... On the left-hand side, but it's a game of opinion, isn't it? <laughs> Edmondson is um, it, it, is a ball-playing defender, and ball-playing defenders, unless they have a faultless game, always looks a little bit like they've got a mistake in them because they take that risk. They yeah. have that extra touch. They have that turn because they're not a traditional centre-half crunch where they will do a Tony Mowbray, clear the lines and regroup. Yesterday... I didn't think anything about Edmondson's performance. I thought it was an assured, comfortable centre-half performance yeah. mm. that played out from the back. He didn't make a mistake, did he, yesterday? No, but many people yesterday think he was the worst player in our, in our back quiet, line. Wasn't he? he was quiet. Maybe that's like you say, Rich. Maybe that's because he was sure. I, I, I thought he was fairly solid. Yeah. See, John B. Edmondson looked shaky. I think... Look, you've got to take into account the situation. So we've got to presume Wolf of them was ill overnight or wherever it was, right? Thursday, Thursday, him and Harper came then ill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they've trained all week on that particular formation. Suddenly Burgess thinks, oh, I'm not going to be playing the game. Suddenly he's now thrown in the left side. Edmondson's not played in the middle for us ever. <laughs> he's suddenly in the middle himself. I did notice he was quite happy to get the ball from Botwood and give it to Danassian and away you go. Look, play it simple, right? Yeah. But you've got to take that into an, a, an account. Something you've worked all week towards suddenly gets changed last minute and then taking this context of where you are like rich said it's boiling hot you're at forest green you know they all add up don't they they when do the robots here. and you have to take into to, to consideration rich and to, to, you know to finish the burgess point how mckenna wants to play his football does does christian burgess scream i want to play out from the back give me the ball in tight areas. I'll take that touch. I'll turn that forward. I'll, I'll play with the risk. Or does he, or does he scream 1999? But then yesterday, like the, the last, like I said, there was nine minutes injury time. There was, there was about four consecutive headers that he won. Long ball. Boom. Yeah. yeah and look, you could have bought him off the bench. Maybe like if he was on the bench and you try to see out the game, I think he, he, I thought when he came to the club, I, I still go back to that Cambridge game, Martin, when he got... He was of, fouled. He was yeah, but fouled. I still think overall that game, Ironside sort of roughed him up a little bit and he, he was a bit shaky. When he came back in, mm. uh, when Edmondson got his injury uh, up to the mm. end of the season, I thought he played he played quite well. But he 
It, it will be an interesting call next Saturday because hopefully Wolfie will be fit. Um, does Kieran go back to Wolfen? And he, he probably will, but I think he's more than a capable deputy to come in. It'd be interesting who he plays on um, Tuesday, Matt, in there because um, Corian, Corian Darber's injured. I don't think he'll be playing. I think he's got a bit of a hit flexor, as they call it. So he'd, he'd have been nailed on, wouldn't he, to play on uh, yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, I think so, have on Tuesday, then, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But I think, look, I think he's a more than capable backup. He's played in this league for Akron, and he 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 knows what the yeah. league's about. And I thought he I thought he was decent yesterday. I thought he'd done all right. Yeah, he maybe made the odd mistake, but we're playing in League One, guys. We're we're League One players. We sometimes do get a little bit carried away, and and all that they've all got they've all got a mistake in them. Yeah. They wouldn't be at League One if 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 if, if exactly. they if they if they if they didn't. Let's be let's let's be brutally fair. So let's give it let's give them a rating then. Burgess out of ten, Matt. Um, I'll give him seven. No, I'll, go, I'll go six. I'll go six. I mean, wow. he's average. Yeah. Davis, Rich. Uh, we're not doing half points, are we? No, we're bloody not. Half no, points. He, he gets a six. He gets a six, Davis. That's like saying yeah. I'll give one hundred and ten percent. You can't give one hundred and ten percent. It's a hundred percent, or it's nothing. <laughs> Sick. Right. Perfect. Um, Janoy Denastian, fisherman is waiting. I'm not going to bring him in on the just the Nation chat because if we do, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about the next Alejandro Nesta. Uh, but instead, it's Janoy Denastian in League One. <laughs> How did we see his performance yesterday, Matt? Okay, again, I'd probably give him six. Um, it was, I mean, he played a bit more, maybe a bit more deeper, didn't he? Yesterday, I mean, people sort of saying he was a bit more of a in a more of a right back role, I guess, yeah. a little bit, wasn't pushing forward as much. Um, yeah, I thought he'd done all right. Six again. I mean, I thought the whole defense was quite a quiet, other than that kind of mad five, ten minutes where, like you said, it was backs to the walls a little bit. But you have to expect that in a game, don't you? When you're away from home and you know a, a team is pushing to get the equalizer or whatever it was, um, you know, you can have roller coaster moments. But I think he done, I think he done all right, really. I mean, and once we did ride out that that roller coaster moment, it was quite. Quite comfortable, really. Like Rich said earlier, we saw nine minutes out of injury time without a blink of an eye, really. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Rich, lazy defending, double save. Well, that, that little bit of lazy defending was by Genoa De Nation. Again, similar to Bolton, Mate. getting beat too easy down that yeah. down that flank. He's got to get a little bit closer and stop that cross. But he's he's a solid six, JD. Oh, every day. You know, I, I thought he had decent. They were they were all they were all okay. The defense, like you say, Matt, yeah. there was only that mad ten minutes where it sort of. Yeah, went a bit crazy. Other than that, it was it was a comfortable afternoon for them. They'll have tougher tests, won't they? Definitely, <laughs> without yeah. a doubt, without a doubt, they, they really will. The only disappointing thing for me was it was such a comfortable performance for, the, for them three that my keeper had to make double saves. I, I want if they're comfortable, I want yeah. my keeper coming That's off with weird. clean shorts. I wanted a, I wanted a clean sheet. Half time you two 0 up, yeah. Mm. Get that third goal. Let's let's get out there. Keep your clean sheet because that's obviously what the defence want, and they've they've given away a goal. But well, they, they um when they bought that the, the kid who scored March when it Josh March was it they bought yeah. him on that then gave us a bit of a different look, didn't it? Because it had been that Jamil Matt on his own really, hadn't it? Uh, in the in the first half, and then yeah, the t- look the key TV camera was so low. I'm thinking it was two up up the top who was playing just off him. They got, had a bit more physicality, didn't they? Which is how they got the goal in the first place, and then. You know, it, there was another threat there with the goal that was offside. Eventually, you know, was it was it a header? Or we come off somebody? Yeah, from the corner, wasn't it? It's sort yeah. of yeah, yeah. So obviously a little bit more of a, of a threat there. But like you say, it was it. You know, other than that, it was it, it was comfortable for them, really. It was. Uh, Mark Tyson. On another note, seriously, why is everyone hating on Brenner on Radio Suffolk? I understand sometimes he can sound underwhelmed, but when it matters, he shows the passion. Look, Brenner, look, we've discussed it before. I've, I've known Brenner a number of years. He's a really good guy. Uh, it's just, that's just his way. He's got his best interests at heart, 100%. You, you can't please anybody all the time. Like, last year, Brenner and the commentary was getting panned. This year, the new commentary is getting panned. Just enjoy what you well, enjoy. I mean, sometimes, you know, like, familiarity breeds contempt. I mean, Brenner has done a, that commentary for a, a long time, hasn't it? You think about when, was it Terry Baxter come out of doing it for Suffolk? Brenner took over. So that's got to be at least 15, 18 years, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, but look, they're fresh. Look, if you still want to listen to Brenner, you can on, on Suffolk. And if you want to listen to Glenn Wheeler on the, the what's going to become Town TV, you can. Just just seeing uh, Burgess there, the Forest Green commentary started calling him burgers. Uh. <laughs> you can't get one of those, can you, in the ground? 
not meat fry anyway. <laughs> not the meat fry, no. Just, no. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, I like that. I thought Nick Hayes brought a lot to the party, Matt. Well, I've got to listen, I listen to the uh, Forest Green one. But see, oh, sorry, I, of course I, you did. Sorry. I like about the town TV stuff, isn't they? did it with the Charlton game, didn't they? Well, you guys were there. I was ill, weren't I? So I wasn't there. But they, was they, chose, there um, they chose Edmondson for that one. So they've obviously got a thing where they're going to have players. In He's got Holland league. eight times this year, he was saying. Really? Yeah, Mount Holland eight times. That's Charlton twice, surely, I'd have thought. Yeah. Um, and then from there, yeah. I don't know. But oh, Colchester, Holland's on. That's a, that's a third oh, okay. time. Yeah, fantastic. Got quickly, Matt. We've got in quickly with Matt Holland because otherwise he'll be uh, he'll be on well, Charlton. Take that Charlton pound night, won't he? You yeah. got to be careful. <laughs> he did say he's got a, a limit. He did say to me. We're just joking, everybody. <laughs> Paul P. Burns is a bit quieter this season. Do you think the opposition have sussed him out? Or is it just he's missed a lot of pre-season? Uh, Michael, I enjoyed the commentary with the fan of 60 years commentating. Well, he was excellent. Uh, five times, says Jim. Okay, sorry, five times. Eight times, five times. It's, it's still quite a ha- It's still a handful a number of times. times he's not featured. Pieces. Which is quite a different. Got, I think people got cut Burns a little bit of slack here because, like, fantastic season last season. And then he's gone off and played for Wales. So then, same amount of rest as everybody else. And mm. as we alluded to earlier, these players aren't robots. He can't give you that 8 out of 10 every week. Because the rest, like Rich said, they're in League One for a reason. They ain't going to give you 8 out of 10 in any Premier League performances. So, playing some slack. I mean, look, if he's having a little quiet spell now, you've got to think the explosion that comes maybe next month. Four points without Wes Burns playing well is it, quite yeah, a exactly. nice nice little return compared to last year's return before I bring the fishman in to have, a, have, have an yeah. opinion on Burns Cruncher where if Wes Burns didn't play or was stopped we often walked away with nothing yeah this is what I'm saying about the left hand side but you look you look at that game yesterday though he's laid a, a cross on the plate for Morsi in the first half for a header which he should have scored and then second half he's put a ball there across the six yard box if I'm Wes Burns I'm saying where is my striker Matt he's fired it across Ladapo's yeah. got a tapping. I was so, like, stick out a foot. Yeah. <laughs> give us a toe. Yeah, exactly. I'll give him, I'll give him a six. Solid six yesterday. You know, but he'll he'll get yeah. back on. We ain't got to worry about Wes Burns. Don't worry oh, about whoa. it. No, what don't I about worry. this is that we're giving key players here sixes, yet we've coasted first half to victory. Well, you've done what you should have done. You, you, this, let's not get ahead. This is, what, this is what I don't like about social media on a, a, a day after, a, not the night after a game. We're, we're anointing people on social media last night. We're, we're behaving like we've just gone to Sheffield Wednesday and one two one comfortably. You've done what you should have done yesterday. You turn up at Forest Green, who are yeah. punching above their weight. You've won two one, gave yeah. yourself a scare, but you've done what you should have done. There's no anointing needing to be going on. Yes, we're winning six comfortably, but that's what we should have done anyway. That's that. Yeah, you know that. But we are Ipswich Town, and that often yeah. hasn't been the case. So, well, you know, know. let's all be happy because th- this time last year we were thinking, oh, bloody hell, we've lost to Cheltenham, we've drawn with Morecambe, and now we're actually delivering two points a game, which we never so did last far. season, didn't we? So far, big test on Saturday coming up. First big test of the campaign outside. Well, yeah. I suppose Bolton could have been, but a bigger one for me. Yeah, Bolton, and- I think. I think well, Bolton's no, good. MK last year, Matt, we're actually in the playoffs. Like, this is a bigger test. This is this is the measuring. And stick, another game like where that. we went two up and drew two two. Which, on the hindsight of it, yeah. let's let's just transport ourselves back. When that happened, we were sick as kittens. When <laughs> looking back on the season, you go, "Hmm, it's not a bad point actually against MK Dons." Yeah, <laughs> we'd start their bad dinner, wouldn't they? Second from bottom, two one nil. Then, if you look at that table, Matt, there's only Peterborough who've won both games. Won so both that, games. Shows you, that shows you what the league's like. Well, now, yeah, exactly. So, in fact, take goal difference out of the equation. We're actually joint second, aren't we? But yeah, does that mean it's going to be? We haven't got to look at 79, 80 points to get into the. What top is six. this nonsense? It's game two. Even I'm not looking at a league table yet, and I absolutely love league tables. It just seems like everyone, you know, it doesn't seem like there's going to be runaway people. That's what I was I'm so desperate about. for a league table. I brought a fantasy league table up. Like, I just love <laughs> yeah. a good table, table. me. Just see my living bridge. room littered with tables. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good table. Uh, Remember that the league ladders, Matt, they used to do? I think it was in Match yeah, Magazine. I've got one. They're, they're coming back, I think. Yeah, I think I've got one. Yeah, the little things that you little, just slot yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You slot you were, Match Magazine. Coming yeah, like you're a little, teenager, you? you'd slam the door after an argument and they'd all hit the ground. Is it not got the uh, Division 3 table? They've fallen out. I've lost Forest Green. <laughs> Where's it gone? <laughs> I've lost Wrexham. Uh, Fisherman, uh, welcome hey, in. How are you, you first right? of all? You're looking happy? You yeah, Have I'm you fine. done any fishing? Done any fishing? Uh, yeah, last week. Yeah, I did a day. Took me boy fishing. 
So Lovely. we had a good day. Nice Absolutely fella. hammered it, to be brutally honest, but it was good. Well, I, I brought you in to discuss Wes Burns and grading because A, which is a new name in the chat, says stop harking back to last season. If a player hasn't played well, score him accordingly. So to go for the truth, I brought in the fisherman. He's always truthful. What do you make of Wes Burns' uh, talk yesterday? Um, for me, Burns hasn't had a great start to the season, but you know he's trying, which is more than we can say on the, some of the players that, that relegated us. Um, you know, look, you know, yeah, he's had a bit of a quiet start, but he's he is trying. He's doing doing you know he's doing some work, and I and I have to I have to sit here and concede that Danassian didn't look good yesterday. Um, you know, he looked as you know he's been a consistent seven, and I think yesterday he was a consistent six. Don't think he he looks at to know he looks tired. I'm thinking start of the season, you shouldn't be really. You right there. I'm just shocked, Mike. Shocked. Well, shocked. No, I'm, 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 I'm not. He was here yesterday. He was here yesterday. Yeah, he said uh, he said he, he posted League Two Champions, and I, tongue in cheek, said hopefully we never have to sing that. Um, you know, because <laughs> something I never want to say about my football club. But but there we go. Bird's got an assist, says Rich P. He did get an yeah. assist, Fisherman. You know, he's just not hitting yeah, the hype yeah. yet that he did last year. No, he's, he's not. No, look, he's he's having he's having what I call average games at the moment. Um, the Nassians is having what I call average games at the moment. Uh, Edmondson for me is has been poor. If I'm honest, I I just haven't looked comfortable. He hasn't looked comfortable for some reason. Um, now I, I put in a chat yesterday about inept tactics, and and when I meant in that tact, I, I, I perhaps I should have put shouldn't have put net. But there for me, Leif Davis doesn't look comfortable i don't know why he does he struggles to get forward struggles to defend definitely should have uh, done more for um you know for, for their goal and you know i had i had morsley for man of the match for his worldie and his captaincy performance but walton was outstanding yesterday and and i think if that had been if we'd have played a sheffield wednesday if we'd have played if, against Bolton or, you know, like we did last week, I think we would have conceded that second goal. We've got to start killing teams off. I don't... There's a big question here. Why have we signed, as they said on the commentary yesterday, uh, Lapido? Why have we signed Lapido and Donacian? <laughs> they did call him you know, that, yeah. is, a, is a cracking one, but Lapido, I've that never was... heard of that one before. I, I don't yeah. understand why he signed Ladapo. Because he's never played up front on his own. He's always played with a partnership. And I, uh, I agree and with Leandro, yeah, well, agree. you know, I love Lee. We always have a de debate and stuff. I do think that saying that, oh, he's got three partners, that's not how it works. You know that. Strikers thrive on a second partner. And Ladapo is just not thriving on anything at the moment. He's, he's, you know, there's a big gap between him and the midfield sometimes. And, uh, you know, when we're playing that long ball up to him and he's looking to head down or head on, there's no one there with him. And it does worry me. Uh, we've said it, Rich, about the strike power. Yesterday, there was times when we should have, you know, there was times when we should have buried them, you know, should have been three, four nil, and that would have been, we'd have been cruising. Two one. Can I come in there, that, that, can I, I'll, That's a scary scoreline. Can I come in there about Ladapo, right? So it's a real hard role that he's got to play, but. I think the two supporting players, Chaplin it was too deep a lot of the time, and Marcus Hines, they've got to play closer to him, Mike. I know you want two up front. I just want them two to get closer to him. Saying that, yeah, I, didn't I, think, think yeah. a, I didn't think he had a great game. If I'm being totally honest, I think he's got to work harder. You know, there's a couple of times he's on his heels, Martin. Sorry, he's waiting sorry, Chaplin. for Chaplin. Hey? That's now the second game where Chaplin hasn't really done a lot. Running around like a headless chicken. Well, we had Jackson for that. You know, I said, well, I've always stated... That took him long, didn't it? Chaplin from, I've always been on the fence with Chaplin, right? He's got that ability, but he just needs to, you know, it's like, he reminds me of my boy Jake at one point, where Jake was trying to do play, play every bloody position in the forward line, right back. Uh, right wing, mm. left wing, midfield, up front. You know, you've got. If you know your role, don't don't come deep. You've got deep players for that role. You need to be pushing on more. And I just kind of feel that, again, 
Chaplin for me has not been great. A harness, uh, great goal, great, great shot. I mean, look, it was a, it was a hit and hope, and that went in. Morsey was a, a lovely placed, lovely placed shot that. Um, and I think half the fan fans in the stadium didn't realise it had gone in, had they? No, they didn't. As Rich was saying earlier, and uh, we said on yesterday's show, Rich. I don't know if you've watched it or not, but we said yeah, I said on yesterday's show. The one thing I think McKenna and Pert will be behind the scenes, sort of working on wanting more from it is Connor Chaplin playing closer to Freddie Ladapo. There's too yeah. many, there's too much space between yeah. those two players at the moment. Got to get closer to him and he's got to help him. You know, he has yeah. to help him out. Um, but there's several times where, yeah, Chaplin, I, I wouldn't drop him. I, I, I really rate him, but he's... he's I would. Two... I'd, play, I'd, I'd put a Luco in. I really would. I'd put a Luco in. I'd you even, ain't going to get nothing out of a Luco that you're not going to get out of Chaplin at the moment. Yeah, Let's yeah, be fair. Yeah, you are. Luco, Luco does play up a lot further than... Look, he's had a really good pre-season. I don't understand the hatred on him or the moaning about him. Well, it's, he's had a really good season and people, uh, you know, and Chaplin, Chaplin's had an average season and you know, average pre-season, not really set the, you know, no one's been talking about Chaplin. Oh, he's had a really good pre-season it, and all that. Yeah. Well, we are game two though. We are game two and we are, we are bedding yeah, in yeah, course, as yeah. McKenna said yesterday, uh, which I thought was a nice little, uh, you know, nice little pun on plants. Um, I, do, I do agree with what Mike's saying, because when we spoke to the Rotherham fan who come on from the New York City, what was he called, New York Talk podcast from Rotherham? Ian, exactly Houston, Ian Houston's got a great comment there. Let me, let, me, let me just read this one out for those at home oh, that are okay. listening on their morning run. Listening to the fisherman, surely he must be coaching at the top level. <laughs> no, and he's come back on that one, Mike. Just, 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 see, just that, let it go over your head. That's, 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 that's the kind of comment you expect <laughs> from, from inept fans, don't you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> inept fans. Oh, easy, easy. Right, I'm Mike, joking, I'm joking. Look, the end of days, he's entitled to his opinion, and and if he if he's if he's got Mike. something to say, don't do it on the keyboard. Come on the show, Ian. Oh, Ian's off. Ian's off the bin. Ian's one of the good guys. Give me just, a, just a quick one, one, Mike. Just, just, a quick one. Just, just a quick one on that. You said you were listening to six oh six last night. There was a great call on there. Did you hear the one with the Spurs and the Arsenal fan? So did the no. Arsenal fan was having to go to the Spurs fan, and then the Spurs fan said, "What have you done in the game? I've refereed, I've coached, I've played." And then this Arsenal fan's like, "What are you on about? We're talking about Tottenham and Arsenal." <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, no, exactly, Mike, yeah. But at the end of the day, is like I said, you know, we've we look. Yet last season we'd have lost that game. I genuinely feel that Undercook would have lost that game, and we've walked away. We just, we, you know, we dominated the first half. I watched, I, I watched three quarters of the game, probably, yeah, so three quarters of the game, and then I had to drive to work, and then I watched the rest, of, rest when I got to work. And uh, for me, the the, you know, the biggest the biggest issue is is that we are lacking a bit of firepower. You know, we're not getting enough shot. We're not, you know, our forward line are not getting enough shots, um, mm. and we're not creating enough. And there is gaps, but there is gaps between the front front man on his own and 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 the guys that are meant to be helping him. Um, you know, Walton yesterday was outstanding. Uh, clearly, you know, clearly the one of the best keepers, probably no, if not he, the best keeper in this league. Easy a championship keeper. You'd want him mm. for the championship. You've done well there, Mike, because you've done, you've bigged up Christian Walton without mentioning Bartosz Bilikowski, which every town fan seems to struggle with. So I'm really quite impressed with how you've done that. So thank you for doing that. Because often I have to Bart sit was here. good and, when he was here, wasn't he? No, often I have to sit here and sort of, you know, say, yeah, Walton's good. I agree with your point, but he's not quite Bart. But you've not brought up Bart. So I think. Mike always talks about Bartosz Bilikowski. Who bloody right? I do. He's on my wall. I love it. He's like Shilton and Ray Clements. He's not, he, he plays Millwall. Yeah, he's better than Shilton and. Hang on, hang on, mate. Bart is better than Shilton and Clements. If you combine the two, he's still better than Shilton and Clements. What are you talking maybe, about? Maybe on fantasy football, but not in reality. This is, this, this is a guy, ladies and gentlemen, that went to Poland with the World Cup and sat on the bench. Every great cogkeeper does that. You know that. Don't get your shorts dirty. Look at Richard Wright, Scott Carson. You know, I was made up when he got that shout. I was made up when he got that shout. So was I. Let me just go back to um, what Mike. Sorry. God, I, was I, was just go back to, I agreed with your point earlier about the depot, Mike, in terms of the guys from yeah. that New York Talk podcast come on and said he needs to play in a two. Mm. And he because he is a clinical goal scorer. And he needs someone to do the donkey work for him because he can be a bit lazy. So, um, you know, I agree with what you're saying. Oh, he's disappeared oh, now. He's disappeared. Look at hey, that. Matt, where did Ladapo get all his goals? 
in and around the six to oh, 12 yards. Yeah. I still think he's going to score a number for us, but I am surprised that, I mean, I even said on that the signing show, I thought, well, does that mean we're going to play in a two now? So it has surprised me a little bit. But is the role of, like you said, Rich, is the role of Harness and Chaplin to play as the second striker in a kind of, you know, freer role? Yeah. It I kicked me out. I did. What happened? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. To me today. Oh, <laughs> the next minute, the host is host has removed you from the show. I'm like, what? <laughs> we pay you a compliment, you get booted out, Mike. That's, That's the rule. This is it. This is it. Mike, before I let you go, because I've got to bring in Stephen Perry for our co- cold you dose of reality. You there Tuesday, Mike? Uh, where are we Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and go, actually. Yeah. Sweet. Hopefully see you there. Good grief. Good grief, Michael. I like it. Uh, rating for Burns, please, Michael. Uh, a steady six, really. And I can't give him much more than that. A rating for your man, Connor Chaplin, as you mentioned, both of those players. Uh, uh, Connor, Connor is a five for me all day long. Fair enough. All about um, opinions, you we know, do like so, look, Hey, guys, look. Yeah. Nice stuff. Forget about, look, look, we've talked about a lot about the negatives. Let's take the positives. Yeah, we we, we, we had Sam Morsey score worldy. Um, I put out on Twitter that if he if he scores 10 goals, you know, I've got the Mankini, the man, the Mankini uh, build-up. Photo. So every time he scores, there'd be more of the Mankini shows. And then when he's full, I, I said, I, oh my I, would, God. I said I'd come to a game in the Mank- Mankini. But look, I look, it was it was great to get a win. I think last season that would have been a game we probably drew or lost. Um, we, you know, I do Ooh. think there is room for improvement. Uh, I do think that maybe, you know, I would start I would start um, Greg Lead over over Davis at the moment. I think Davis looks a bit. He, he just reminds me a little bit of Penny at the moment. And really. You know, yeah, he does a little bit. He's not set the world alight. And I know he's only just come in. And that, maybe that would what I would do. I mean, I said the other night, I think the best thing that to, that could happen for um, Leif Davis is is for Greg Lee to come in and start and him come off the bench. You know, um, and because and, I think he'd probably be more effective. I think Greg Lee is more... He just he seems to have more energy. Right, Greg Lee. He beats the game really well from what I've seen. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Again, I agree with what Richard said. Maybe we could play him in 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 a left of a of a back three, and maybe Leif Davis on on that uh, wing back role. But you know, we're not the manager. We can only we can only say what we feel yeah. as fans and 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 as long term football lovers of the game and stuff. And <laughs> and even my level one coaching badges is enough to warrant me to say what I say. <laughs> level one, level five, level one million. It doesn't matter, get, mate. Could, it's not, what, it's not I Pokemon. Get, I, could, I, I don't care about level one or level two and all that rubbish. At the end of the day is I'm a football fan of this club and I love the club and I want us out of this league. So yeah. The reality is, like I said, we won yesterday and let's take the positives from it. It's three points and uh, three points now four. We're sitting seventh, um, you know, and look, look, on to the right. next game and go from there. All right, Mike, it's been a pleasure as always. You look after yourself. Thank you for coming on. Signal's a bit patchy in places. Sorry, I've got a bit of a quick finger there. Uh, Matt's done at 8.99. Immense dinner at the Goats. We sent a picture to you, Cruncher, but clean plates all round. Five for Chaplin. Mike, come on. He's doing the uh, book today, isn't he? Oh, it's the book. Yeah, Matt Stannard, thank you ever so much for the 8.99. I really appreciate that. Uh, Aaron, was that Aaron? Uh, Hang on, bear with me. I'll get the name again. Uh, Somebody in the chat. Aaron Scott. Says, up. yeah, is the crunch is the fishman on a wind up? You'll get used to. Is Aaron new to the show? He must be because if he thinks yeah. Mike's on the wind up, he clearly yeah, not yeah, yeah, enough yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah, Mike never winds anybody up. He it's just says uh, what he thinks. I think with Burns, yeah, he's now becoming. Just listen to the feedback we're getting and people in the comments there. He's now becoming a victim of his own success because like people are now expecting these. Like I said earlier, expecting these eight out of ten performances when we don't expect them from anybody else. Mm. So you don't put the pressure on their shoulders. So, yeah. you know, there is going to be this kind of period where, you know, of drop-off. And you'll There's see a lot it, of chat. There's a lot, of, lot in there the chat is. There about Sam Morsey, Evans and Ball. Yeah, I, I was going to actually try and... But the fisherman was, was delivering some really good points. I was going to try and bring it to the show, but I've now lost complete track of it in the chat. But it, there, there is a conversation in the chat. Which is what makes this show so great that you can hear what's going on in the show while also having a conversation in the live chat. And LG, you are completely right. This show, this channel rather, uh, platform, it's all about opinions. But be prepared to defend the opinion. Be prepared for it to be spoken He's about. I know he is. I know He's he doing is. Well. He's doing I well. He is. I know he is. But it's all about opinions. Uh, often um, 
minor shot down, as you just saw there. I did. I did think when Ladepo come in, and while I was thinking we would play that too, and then Ball followed. I did actually think that three-five-two could be a thing with those three in the middle. If you're playing Evans, Ball, and Morsi, then you're dropping a quality attacking player, and that's my only issue with that three. Mm. That's my only. That's only been my only issue. Uh, Kelly says, "LG, mm. you, you're deluded." But he says, uh, "Maybe too biased." So, can, can I ask everybody? Should we bin Morsi? And well, I can stop right there. If you bin oh, in okay. anybody, that's ain't Morsi talking here? Yeah, well, no. If you bin in anybody for ball, it's going to be Evans. It ain't going to be Morsi, is it? I yeah, mean, I he's so. hardly, you know, got. Well, they done well yesterday, Evans again. Done well. Yeah, he did all right. He did okay. Um, yeah, and I think Andy said in the East Anglian today, like he he goes under the radar a little bit, but don't, you know, you then take him out of the mix and you think, shit, there was no one doing that role. So. A says, it seems you're a, if you're a forward, you only need to do one thing. Um, if you're an yeah. offender, you need to get everything right. As a centre-half all my life, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah agreed, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we'll t- I'll hope to p- try and bring a couple of stats to tomorrow night's well, talking forwards, time. That's what forwards and that always win player of the year, Martin. Defenders well, do yeah. the ugly stuff, don't they? And then they make well, a mistake and they get absolutely... For it sometimes, well, yeah, yeah, it's why when you see a, a defender go for big money, everyone raises their eyebrows, but with a striker, it's sort of expected. Oh, yeah, well, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's what you pay for a striker. Uh, I'm going to try and bring some Ladapo stats to tomorrow night's talking tactical time just to try and go a bit deeper, talk about his role, lack of goals mm-hmm. so far, two games in. I want to know uh, how long it was in the game yesterday before he touched the ball because it must have been at least 10 minutes. I'll write that down, I'll try and find that information out for you. Joining me tomorrow is Stephen Thompson and Neil Moles. The aficionado, Mr. Positivity. Uh, and we'll also look ahead to Colchester and the Cup. We need a countdown. We need a countdown on this chance of the wedding. You need a wedding countdown. Uh, it is. Well, he's second stag dues after the MK Dons game. And it's I the week after I did tell him last week. There's still time. There's still time, Neil. You can, you can. You can change your mind at the altar. You know, you haven't got to. Just because you stood there and she's coming down the altar in her, in her dress, that means you've got to go through with it, you know? Are you standards? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is it a Saturday, the wedding? It's a, it's 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 a two day affair, Matthew. Two days, of, two days. What are we going to do about you? Won't be at the game. Is there a game? Is it a home game that day? No, it's an away. It's Sorry, it's, an, it's an away game, and there will be a ticket. I am still doing a match day ticket. Do not fear. From the church, from the pews, <laughs> from the graveyard. <laughs> no in here. Is there anyone here? Go with somebody left for the fisherman in the background shouting, wasn't it? Oh, that's the twentieth then. That's my birthday. Is it? Oh, Joshua Usek too that night. Come on. Is that that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, what time is that? What time is that? It's going to be like UK time because it's in Saudi. So the main event will be like 10 o'clock, I would have thought. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Ashley Bell, Morse has been our man of the match both games so far, and Evan's not far off it either. Ball's got a real job on his hands to get the shirt back. Uh, he'll probably play a little bit on Tuesday, I thought, if he's not yeah. that far behind. Definitely. Oh, um, yeah. Stephen was going to come on, but I'm going to get him on tomorrow's show to kick it off because Mike was delivering some fantastic points. Um, over a rather long spell. I think Lee Evans, Cop- if you look at Lee Evans yesterday, Martin, he, he's not going to get that amount of time and space against some of these better teams. No disrespect to Forrest Green, but he had the ball, he had the run in the middle of the park, didn't he? No one oddly mm-hmm. made a tackle on him. So yeah. He played well. We had a decent game. His set-piece delivery was still shit. You know, not great. Free kick there on the edge of the box. Free shot of goal. What does he do? Stick it straight into the wall. We've got to be better than that. There was the actual shot to... he had as well where he tried to curl one second half and he, the ad ball on the top of the stands. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kane Mullins, Greg Lee, this, this, this is um, a little bit of what the Derby analyst, an, an, an analyst was saying on last week's Radio Derby show mm. in terms of a head-scratching move because he, Ken says here, Greg Lee looks to be a terrific signing. Mm. Can't understand why he spent a million on Leaf Davis when we needed a goal scorer. If that's a fair comment at this stage, having not yeah. seen both players well, enough. Said, a left back won't get you promotion. <laughs> it won't win you promotion. No, it won't. But you got, you're looking that they might be looking ahead to when we go up a division, hopefully, like next season. Yeah. Now, Greg Lee's, Greg Lee's a good player in this league. Could he make a step up? We don't know. Could Leif Davis? I think Leif Davis could. I think he's a younger and he's got time to grow, isn't he? Oh, oh, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, yeah. I just I think he's it... about 30 anyway. So, I mean, is he just here for, you know, what's he got, two-year deal? Two, two year deal? possibly, yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah, probably, yeah. I, think, I do feel like he's going to provide goals for us. But, you know, like you say, Mike, we're only two games in and he's got to fit into this system that he hasn't played with previously. Now, that's not his fault, is it? No, no, no. LG doesn't think Morshi would be starting if he wasn't club captain. 
that's your opinion, LG. I don't think the three of us here agree with it, but it's, it's definitely your opinion. Uh, Cali, Ladapo's key stats from Sofa Score. There we go. Kay's done my job for me this afternoon. Yeah. Love it. I'll bookmark that and have that tomorrow. He had a great shot there, didn't he? He had a great shot there first half of the keeper. Saved it. Mm. And in the top he, did. he won just off target, Morsey, didn't he? Which Edmondson tried to steer goal, wouldn't he? Went over the bar. I, um, I just want to discuss Coventry very quickly with you, Rich. Oh, Tim Pot. It's what August. Is, my boss is a massive Coventry fan, and he's <laughs> he messaged me Friday night pitch inspection, and I thought pitch inspection in, in August. August. So they've obviously wasps play there, don't they? Yep. Yeah. And wasps have got quite a lot of financial trouble, Matt, and they should have been doing work on the pitch, and nothing's been done. Then we've had the Commonwealth Games rugby there. And have you seen the pitch? Have you seen it? I heard it was... Absolute shambles. It is an absolute mess. Oh, God. And then we've got another game on Tuesday night that should be home to, uh, I think, Bristol City in the Cup. That's not happening. No chance. It makes me sick to my stomach that a club like that is a league above us. It's tin pot. It's tin pot. It's all good. huge spell in the top flight, didn't they? They went down, didn't they, that first season we was in the... Premier League, they, they've been in there they, 30 odd years, 35 years, I think. They spent a long time clinging on by the fingernails and then eventually <laughs> yeah. they, let, they let go. That's Funny what you mean. There's <laughs> some great players, Richard Shaw being one of them. But if you're Mark Robbins, their manager, Matt, you must be, you've got me tearing your hair out because they done really yeah. well last year. They had a really yeah. solid season and a lot of people are putting them up there, possibly outside the playoffs, but hmm. it's just been a shambles with that ground, isn't it, since they moved and then they obviously had to go to Northampton. Right. They played there, didn't they? And, People Birmingham. wouldn't go. They used to stand outside on the hill and watch them. And... Went to St Andrews, didn't they, last season, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah they played there. It's just, it's just a mess, isn't it? Mess, isn't it? It, it, it is a mess. It is. Uh, Mark Tuxford, YouTube member. Thank you very much. Man like Tux. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Right. Uh, we're back tomorrow, as I say, 8.30. But before then, we are back. Well, Rich, tell the good people at home. Yes. Can you pronounce, can you pronounce his name? No. No, I, try. I did think, Matt, that we would have... Um, I've been practising it. So, obviously, in the week, I don't know if everybody see it, um, it was uh, Jason Scatelli. Oh, you've, you, yeah, you've, you've definitely <laughs> been practising that. Let me yeah, get this up there. I'll, I'll get this up here in a second. Yeah, he is the uh, he's pronunciation king. So, he was at the game, wasn't he? he comes, he's part of the PSPRS Trust. Yeah. Um, and he was there and he'd done a real... You've got the book, haven't you, Martin? You've bought his book. Um, yes. Yes, I have, yes. And he, he was obviously... He had a, he had an accident, didn't he, where he was in the police force, got hit by a taxi doing 100 miles an hour. And he's lucky to be alive. Look, we're going to talk about all this tonight, but um, I thought... I would say you pronounced his name, Jason Schechtel. There you go. Jason Schechtel. I thought he was at the game and he done a, he doing. met everyone at the club, didn't he? Gave them all like inspirational speeches. Yeah. Brilliant. And I thought, yeah, I thought so. I messaged Mark Steed and he said, yeah, yeah, message him. So dropped him a DM and he said he would love to come on. So we've got him on tonight um, with uh, yourself, Martin, and Ben's joining us. Ben Adams, yeah. Milk Tray. I'm really yeah. looking forward to having him on. Something a little bit different, you know. It's great the club did that, isn't it? Brought him over from Arizona. I think it's fantastic. There he is. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, he's a big oh, guy, isn't he? Crikey! Very, very, very tall guy. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you know, made 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 the news during the week. Obviously, after he spoke to the club and whatnot. Uh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it myself, Rich. Looking, it's gonna be yeah. a nice, uh, a nice hour, hour or so. A bit different. A bit different. Absolutely. And what time is that for those at home that uh, eight p.m. Eight p.m. There we go. So join us from eight. Myself, Rich, and Miltroy Man. Uh, we'll end on Kent's comment. I wasn't criticising Leaf. Just think we should get our priorities straight. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's fair yeah. enough. We do need someone who can score goals or get us out of this division. I totally yeah. agree with you. Which is what they were saying last week on the on BBC Radio. I'm going to try and do that every week, actually. Try and sort of dip into various local radio stations where they're talking about their football club. So I'll try and find Burton yeah. this week because we're playing Burton next next Tuesday. I'll try and find MK Dons as well, just because I thought it was a good little flavour of what they nice. felt about us. Uh, and what they thought about their own their own setup, you know, and um, it was quite interesting. A head scratching move they called it. Which you know, I will be, I will be um, probably on Facebook. I will share with everyone. I'm doing the trash talk with MK Dons, Matt. So the Lovely. series of questions. I think we've got Colin on from MK on Wednesday show. Brilliant. Really good, Colin. He's a bit shouty. Turn your volumes down, everybody, if you're going to listen to him. <laughs> yes. He's a really fun guy, and um, 
MK Saturday, very interesting game because they've obviously had two defeats. Lost Twine, mm. lost Harry Darling. Big game mm. for them, Matt. Big game for them. Absolutely. And before big we go, big them. shout out to Mike Davy. if you don't know. Didn't see Friday's show. He edits the first All or Nothing Arsenal and Amazon Prime. Check go and check it out. Edited it. Yeah. So Love yeah. There you go. Claim to fame there, Mike. That is a job and a half. So, uh, yeah. Thank you to Matt Stunner for 899. Thank you to Tux for becoming a YouTube member. And thank you uh, for the other, uh, for Ipswich Paranormal. I think it was at the start of the show who was a YouTube member. Name doesn't escape me. We have been talking, Sam. Here's the cruncher. Here's the mogul. We're back tonight at 8 p.m. He isn't. He's probably going to watch Downton or, or We're something. watching Downton Abbey. See? Mrs. Bond's been wanting to watch it, so I'll be now. I like the first one. It's good. You're out. There you go. There you go. Subscribe, like, and we'll see you all in a little.